Has God laid it on your heart to spread the gospel through YouTube? Have you been called to video, but you don't know where to start? Then this episode is for you. Hello, and welcome to the Bible and the Geek podcast. My name is Wendy Coop, and I am your chief Bible geek. On this show, we examine Bible study methods, tools, resources, and anything that could help you understand the Bible better. And today we are taking a little bit of a break from that topic to talk about YouTube specifically. So this week, my friend and mentor, Sean Cannell from the Think Media channel is putting together a free YouTube challenge to help you learn how to get your first 1,000 subscribers and make your first $1,000 on YouTube. As I said, the challenge is free and you can get signed up by going to my affiliate link, which is wendycoop.com forward slash think and join because it starts today, January 22nd. <laughs> so hopefully you're listening to this sometime within that week so you can get in on the challenge. If you're listening to this later or watching this video later on YouTube, there probably will be future challenges. So make sure that you get on my email list by downloading the free Foundations of Faith reading plan at faithbibleplan.com so that you know when the next challenge is. So there are a million and one YouTube channels on how to get started on YouTube. So we're not going to actually talk about the nuts and bolts of getting started on YouTube. We're going to talk more mindset and planning, um, more like, how do you do a Bible study YouTube channel? And more specifically, what do you need to think about in order to have a successful channel on YouTube? Well, in case you didn't know, I've been on YouTube with various channels since 2008 and know that original channel does not exist anymore. But I didn't really start to see any traction until I started a budgeting channel, which is called Savvy Budget Girl, back in July of 2022. It took 366 videos or 366 days and 97 videos for me to get fully monetized into the YouTube partner program. But I was making money from the channel long before that. And I owe it all to the lessons I learned from the Think Media team inside Video Ranking Academy. So shout out to Think Media, Sean Cannell, Melissa Caputo, Caleb Rosario, Brian Griffith, all, all of you guys. Thank you so much. So in October 2023, I started this channel, uh, Bible and the Geek, as a way to remain grounded in my faith and encourage others to do the same through Bible study. You see, I had a wonderful time being a church intern for 11 months, and I didn't want to lose that momentum that I had as a church intern. So I did what I did best, which was turn another YouTube, turn another idea into a YouTube channel. And that's how this channel was born. And this channel has grown so much faster than the budgeting channel. And, and this is with me taking a full month off from the Bible study channel. And that growth, guys, is only from God. But what about you and your channel? What do you need to do to get started? So let's talk about that. The first tip I have for you in getting started with your Bible study YouTube channel is to commit to consistency. You see, everybody else will tell you about, oh, this is how you set up your channel on YouTube. This is how you choose a name. And this is, you know, things that can change over time. We don't have to talk about that. What we need to talk about is you being consistent because I believe that is the number one reason YouTubers fail or people fail to achieve their dream of becoming a YouTuber. 
They don't have a plan. And while this step isn't about creating that plan, we need to get you in the right mindset to succeed. And that starts with commitment. Consistency is born from the habits we establish to become the person we aim to be. The goal is not necessarily to become a YouTuber. It's to become a person who consistently shows up for God. YouTube is just your vehicle. By cultivating a daily habit of content creation and publication, you'll be able to grow your audience and influence on YouTube. In the beginning, one to two videos per week are sufficient. Uh, and these are long form videos, meaning videos that are greater than 60 seconds long. So if it's not a short, it's a long form video. And if you can batch record them, which just basically means recording multiple videos at one in one sitting, then that's even better because it'll put you ahead of the game and allow you to pre-publish or just schedule them in advance so that if you get sick or you go on vacation or things like that, then the videos will still be published on your channel. You see, according to author James Clear of Atomic Habits, winners and losers have the same goals. They do. But what sets them apart is that winners have systems. So commit to consistency and create a system that will allow you to create and publish one to two long form videos per week. If that's too much, then do one every other week. Just be consistent so your audience knows what to expect. Number two, decide on your topic and audience. Now that you've committed, let's take a look at your topic and audience. It's so important to decide on this as best you can in the beginning. Again, you're not locked in to anything permanently. You can always change these later, just like you can change your channel name later. But you need a place to start. For a Bible study channel, you'll need to decide how often and when to talk about various tools and resources, Bible study methods, and do actual Bible studies on the channel. Some of you may want to concentrate on topical study, studies, while others will focus on studies that are more theological or apologetic in nature. It's really up to you. What has God laid on your heart to talk about? And by making these decisions ahead of time, you'll be in a better position to brainstorm video ideas for your channel. You might think this is just too constraining because the focus is so narrow. Everyone is always talking about niching down or niching down or however you want to say it. But take heart, my friend, because the narrow vibe of the niche is what will allow you to grow faster. It seems contrary, but it's true. Instead of being a small fish in a big pond, you'll become the go-to channel for your audience or subject matter. The women attracted to my channel aren't necessarily going to vibe with a 23-year-old influencer. And that's okay. Similarly, the college student or the ex-new ager needs and wants a channel that speaks directly to them. So that's why people like Melissa Doherty and Alyssa Childers are great for their audience because they're speaking to the person they used to be. So if you're a mom and you want to speak to moms, that's great. Be more specific about the moms you speak to. Are you speaking to millennial moms, moms of toddlers, moms of teenagers, moms who are empty nesters? Who are you talking to? And then by narrowing this down, you won't be competing with the likes of Jackie Hill Perry and Priscilla Shire. Instead, you'll be competing with smaller channels. This also means considerably less competition. Big fish 
meet small pond. And if you're a marketing nerd, we call this a blue ocean strategy. Again, these things can and do change over time, but you have to pick one to start, just one. You may want to speak to all Christian women, but that's not practical in the beginning. And for the majority of us, we have to narrow down our audience because we don't have the influence and platform yet to speak to large groups of people. But you will over time if you stick with it. Number three, list your first 30 videos, just the topics. And yes, I did say 30. Now that you have your topping audience, you can start to brainstorm your first 30 ideas. We just need the ideas for right now. So you don't have to come up with the fancy clever titles or anything like that. Just what is the idea of the video? So if you're going to do a channel on Bible journaling, for example, start by asking yourself, what are all the things you wish you had known about Bible journaling before you started? List those out. These are good topics for your videos and probably each thing that you listed could be its own video. So for example, on Bible and the Geek, on my channel, I have videos about Bible tools in general for Bible study, but I also do videos about specific tools. So while in one video I may talk about a dictionary or a concordance, I may do a separate specific video on that specific Bible dictionary or that specific concordance. So that way you also get more mileage out of your topic ideas. And the reason that I want you to list 30 videos it is one, so you have plenty of ideas to choose from, and two, because by the time you make 30 videos, YouTube should have figured out what your channel is about. And that is how you get in front of a bigger audience faster. When you have that narrow niche, when you have that narrow topic and audience and YouTube knows exactly who to recommend your videos to, you're more likely to get your videos in front of the people who want and need to see them. So is it a, is it kind of like an algorithm game? Yes and no. Is it good business sense to match your content with the people who want to consume your content? Absolutely. So by the way, if you're getting value out of this content and you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you like this video, share it with your friends and family, and hit that subscribe button. This makes the algorithm happy and helps these videos get shown to more people. And if you're listening to the audio on the podcast, kindly leave a review. And that also helps people discover the content you love. Thank you. Tip number four, use research tools like vidIQ. So while you're researching, uh, tools like vidIQ can help you see what your competitors are doing, as well as give you keyword recommendations for future videos. As great as this tool is, you'll need to post videos before you can get the data um, as in terms of data on your previous videos. You can use vidIQ to do keyword research and tag research and things like that before you've posted any videos, but it's easier to get more specific recommendations specific to your channel once you've posted probably about five videos. Um, you can see things like search volume, keyword difficulty. Again, you can see what your competitors are posting, like what's trending for them. Once you have some semblance of an audience, you can see what other videos they're watching, what other channels they're watching, and things like that. 
And all of this data helps you make an informed decision about what videos will be great to make for your specific channel. Just, just because it did well on somebody else's channel doesn't mean you should do it on your channel. So you can check out the link in the description or the show notes to learn more about vidIQ. Number five, follow a strategy. We are finally in the strategy portion, you guys. And you, so you've committed to consistency, chosen your topic and audience and listened to enlisted, listed, hello, I can talk, your first videos. Way to go. Now you need a plan. That is where Think Media comes in. They have a flagship course that I've taken called Video Ranking Academy that walks you through their system for creating, ranking, and making money from videos on YouTube. It is some of the best money I have ever spent on a course. Like I actually finished the course, okay, until they upload new content, which they do. And I wouldn't recommend it if I didn't believe strongly in it. And I bought it back in its 1.0 version, okay? They've updated it so many times since then to re re reflect changes in YouTube, reflect changes in the algorithm, re reflect best business practices. So this is not a one and done kind of deal. Like you get in and you're going to love the content updates because it will keep you fresh on YouTube. And like I said, um, well, I didn't say this, but there's a wonderful community um, that think the Think Media team has built surrounding VRA. So if you'd like to check that out, go to wendycoop.com forward slash V as in video, VRA. So wendycoop.com forward slash VRA and see what other happy students have to say about the course in the community, many of whom I have met and spoken to in person. So these are real people. I am a real person. And we love the Think Media team and Video Ranking Academy. So whether you are just starting YouTube or just want or need to level up, this course can help you do just that. It is not just a beginner course, and it is not just a course for people who have 10,000 subscribers. Okay, it's for everyone. And then my final tip is to make a kingdom impact. The last thing that you need to do is simply make a kingdom impact. Make sure you are walking with God every step of the way and create this content for his glory. As we point people back to Christ and do the will of God with this awesome technology, let's remember that it's not about us. And let us pray every day for hearts and minds to be moved to the saving knowledge of Christ. Whether your channel is for skeptics, new believers, seasoned believers, or someone else, it's important to remember that the chief end of man is to glorify God. Always point people back to Christ. All right. So those were my six tips for getting started with a Bible study channel on YouTube. If you've got more questions, leave them in the comment section below if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're listening to the audio and you have a question, hop on over to the YouTube channel, Bible and the Geek, and leave a question or comment in the comment section. I read all of the comments um, and I do my best to respond to everybody so that no stone goes unturned, no question goes unheard or unanswered. And so that is all for today's episode. Um, remember, getting started is the hard part, the hardest part. Overcoming inertia, that is the hardest part. So pray for God's strength and mercy as you go along on this crazy journey as a content creator. 
Again, my name is Wendy Koop. This is the Bible and the Geek podcast. Be sure to check out the Tube 1K Challenge with Think Media at wendycoop.com forward slash think. That's wendycoop.com forward slash think. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.